Punters, dribblers, uh, before we get into uh, the formalities of this podcast, you must be aware that Dior hoodies and summertime hats going on sale this Thursday. 6 p.m. Hellosport.shop. Easy. Easy. These things, if you want to support the Dribbly United Party as we make our push for control of this country, we are needing to raise funds to push through some of the, uh, you know, the more ambitious uh, policy that, we, uh, that we're looking to get through. And so we need the support of the punter and the dribbler. And the, the hoodies and the hats is the way you do it. It's fundraising for the Dribbly United Party. It's as simple as that. Yeah. We need the funds to... Let your voice be heard. We just want to shine. We just want to amplify your voices. This isn't. This is a, a. This is just a couple of guys trying to amplify voices. Let us amplify. Let us amplify. Let us help the punter and the dribbler. Let your voice be heard. Let your needs be tended to. Correct. Correct. That's, Correct. That's what we're trying to do. So six p.m. Thursday. Hellosport dot shop. Dior hoodies, charcoal, summer tan hats, obviously summer tan. Last time any of these are going to be available. Correct. So we won't do these again. We won't do them again. And I can promise you that. That's a that's scouts on us stuff. That's you know scouts. I mean? Is that is that scouts on us? Scouts on it? Is that a scouts on a thing? Is that what you do? Scouts on it? Is that it? Scouts on it? Scouts on it? Scouts on it. No, you need the thumb as well. Scouts on it. Oh, like. Scouts on her. Whatever. Uh, merch, Thursday, 6 p.m., Hellosport.shop. You are listening to the Hellosport Podcast. All right. Welcome back to Hellosport Podcast. Some of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back on Monday, the 16th of May, I believe, 2022. In the year of our Lord and Saviour, St. Peter Volandis, back from the uh, magic round, round du magique, Eddie. Uh, we flew up Friday, or at least me and Tobler and Sebo did. You came up Saturday. I have to take a moment to just pat the NRL on the back and the bum simultaneously and just say congratulations because it's a fucking, it's a rip snorter of an idea. It is a great idea. Um, good morning to the punters and, of course, the dribblers. Um, it's a fucking great idea and it's a great location because Caxton Street, specifically the Caxton Hotel, one of the great pubs. Shout out to the Caxton. Shout out to Sterling who... Uh, well, he's fucking... I think he owns it. He owns he? the joint. <laughs> so, you know, he uh, he opened doors, made, thaw, made sure our wheels were greased. Well, listen, we basically now are like... We basically planted a flag in the, in the less great state of Queensland. And I say less great in comparison to New South Wales, which it just doesn't hold a candle to, and I'll never change my mind on that. But, you know, you've got to have a flag planted somewhere. We need to have a home up north, Tom. Yeah. And the Cax are now our home up north, yeah. officially. Sterling was more than happy to fucking uh, agree to that. He, um, 
He, in fact, he welcomed us with open arms, Tom. Well, listen, you got to get up there and you got to kiss the ring of the. Not kiss the ring. That's that's a that's a. Uh, an shake the hand. You got to shake the hands of people in power in certain areas as you <laughs> intend to take it over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look, you, you you come in bearing gifts, and then all of a sudden you fucking own the joint. You trojan tro- <laughs> awesome with a handshake, and then you go over there and you just start going. I think I like this place, <laughs> no, but uh, it was also we got to do a potty with the apologies for my voice. Firstly, I'm sorry. It's clear, of- it, it, it must be clear to those now that Tom not made the right stuff. Listen, my voice has never been capable of of just non-stop ripping and tearing like it just will give up because i i'm i'm loud and i talk a lot and i'm just dribbling with dribblers fucking for two days straight in loud spaces it my voice goes so i apologize for the rest of this show it might be tough to listen to but you know what man like we're all digging deep today shout out to the bloody brilliant beers podcast fellas Dars and klutz they they basically are living the like the dream of dribblers in Queensland. You've got the Caxon, which is like the biggest pub in the fucking country. Most famous pub in the country. We're trying to work that out. Is there one more famous? I don't think so. But they do their podcast from there. We did one with them. And they basically just run... They just do whatever they want. They're, they're respectful, but they just can do whatever they want in the Caxton. And it seems like quite a nice little place to be able to do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, it does. It seems, yeah, if you're going to pick a place to be able to do whatever you want, probably the Caxton. You can sort of do whatever you want at the Caxton, which was well, refreshing. we could. Well, we could. Well, but actually, it did seem no, like just like, general pub vibe, it's a bit way of a more relaxed, dude. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's another reminder, and I have, I've had the same thing when I've gone to Melbourne, that this city, as much as I love it, is red taped to within an inch of its yeah. life from a ripping and tearing standpoint. Dude, they have... Bound and gagged, the <laughs> ripping and the rippers and the tearers, yep. or just even the the nightlife of where ripping and tearing is done. It's there's ball gags stuffed into the yep. mouth of anyone that wants to rip and tear, not in a fun way. And it's funny, right? It's not until you leave the city that do you realise that you've had a ball gag in your mouth for fuck. Yeah. However long the lockout laws, when did they start? Ten years ago, twenty fourteen. Like, twenty fourteen. So since twenty fourteen. We've There's been, been four ball million gag. ball gags at work. Yeah, and Man. it's kind of like altitude training, though. It's like once you leave the state that's fucking difficult to rip and tear in, and then you go to a state where they encourage it, you're like, oh, dude, I can get into my work again. Yeah, I didn't realize this was. I didn't realize how badly you know the gag was affixed <laughs> to my mouth. Yeah, yeah, and. Not only is is it allowed, it's encouraged. And there's places to go, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, there is. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's places open. Yeah, until like all hours. Till all hours. That's what I mean, right? Like to be able to go somewhere after the place that you've just had closed. Like, oh, that's all right. We're all going to this place. It's still open, and it's not weird that it's still open. I almost got like a bit of PTSD, like when I when we were going to the casino. And the guy was like, oi, mate. And I'm like, fucking here we go. He's going to march me over for like a, you know, you've had too much to drink. He's going to take your hat off. I'm like, yeah, I can do that, mate. Yeah, I can certainly do that. That's fine. That's the least. Oh, is that all I have to do? Sure. That's, you know what? That's cool, dude. Sorry, man. I have PTSD from having ball gags in my mouth <laughs> uh, down in 
in Sydney. So I'm, I thought maybe I was getting arrested just for yeah, arriving yeah. at a venue. Yeah, yeah. It was really nice just to know that it was more just about a respect thing and you just can't wear a hat inside. Whilst it's a dumb rule, I'll respect it because Look, trust it, me, it can be worse. I like that you've got to show respect in the casino. <laughs> yeah, of all places. Of all like, places. Show some goddamn respect. Some people might be like, no, so they can see your face. I think it's more a respect thing. Yeah. I think that in Brisbane, they respect the sacred art of slapping pokies, which is basically all That's they have all the casino. casino There's like four tables downstairs and yeah. I'm not taking the piss. Seven, eight hundred pokey machines. Yeah, I think they were getting worked within an inch of their life. I think they were saying there were more tables upstairs, but like I don't want to walk in. But into I didn't a, see them. But I didn't see them. No, but I don't I don't want to walk into a casino and have it have it I need to be slapped in the face with the with the reality that I'm in a casino. This just felt like I was in a huge pokey room. Yeah. And it, it was, was it was the wrong way around. It was the wrong wrong way around. Have the pokies upstairs. Exactly. Have the roulette tables as you walk in. Yeah. That's make me wanted. feel like I'm in a casino. Sebo was even said it himself. He's like, I need some more like tropical bird shit. Like, you know, make me feel like I'm somewhere else. Where are the two cans? Where are the two Where cans? Where are indoor plants? Is there a fucking water feature in here? What the fuck's going on? A car that you can win. Yes. You know? Yeah. Can I? Where do I leave the ticket to win the fu- to win the car? I want to win that Lexus. <laughs> what, what that mounted Lexus over there? How yeah. am I? What have I got to do to win that? How many? What, I've got to guess how many balls are in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I can do that. I can do that. It's filled with fucking ping pong balls. I got to guess the number. I can do that. Correct guess wins a Lexus. Like you, they've <laughs> got to understand that. When I walk into a room and it's full of pokies, I feel like I'm in a club. Yeah. Not a, not a casino. Not a casino. And I've been told to take my hat off. So if I'm walking in there asking, and haven't been asked to have my hat removed, then I'm expecting a bit of Ritz. Yeah. I would like Brisbane to just, if you're not going to fix it and, and lean into being a casino, then just change your name to the Brisbane Club and Casino. Because yep. it, be, it would just give you a better A better vibe. idea of what's going on. And allow me like to wear thongs in there if I want to. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, you can't wear a hat slapping the pokies? No, it just It was on. a bit disjointed. Yes. But that, look, it's not, it's not about the casino. It's not. It's about the weekend general. Everything's very central in Brisbane, I like. Like, in terms of the stadium, the Caxton, the cast, like, you can do it all. Whereas in Sydney, the mistake that we have is that we go out to fucking ANZ knee or a core stadium knee ANZ stadium out west for all our big ticket items that no one fucking like and we're not gonna I'm not gonna harp on about it but like if we did a magic round in Sydney and you tried to make people go to fucking ANZ Stadium a core like it just wouldn't work well that's why Thomas they wouldn't have in Sydney for that very reason but you could do it in the east you could but again red tape Red tape. If, yeah, the, if, it, if, if it was if the year was twenty thirteen, yeah, and we had a, and we had a, and we had a brown spanker at Moore Park, you could do it easily. You actually couldn't easily. It, the red and, tape is actually the biggest issue. Like you couldn't do it. At, the, in, and the NRL knows the demo. Yeah, they knows that they know that the heartland, the the the, the fan that's going to travel for a magic round, have a little bit of you know they need a bit of giveaway, a bit of leeway. They've got to be able to rip and they've got to be able to tear. Yeah, yeah. no one wants to come into a state. And have a ball gag shoved in their mouth. <laughs> Unconsensually. Unconsensually. But Magic Round, fucking good. Fucking good fun. So good. How did you go, Tom, Friday night? Friday, <laughs> Friday I think, night. I think you paint a pitch up. Yeah. Because yeah. I wasn't there. No, you weren't there. So Friday night, we roll in. 
and basically just went straight to the Caxton, dropped that shit at the hotel, went straight to the Caxton. Um, I'm trying to remember what the fuck we even did, mate. We just sort of met everyone. It was nice. Um, just got a lay of the land before Manly Broncos. Kempy was there in his fucking ghillie suit, the idiot, but he looked funny as hell. Um, and then we all walked across to the... If I forget anything, Tobler, feel free to jog my memory. We walked over to the stadium. Again, at this stage, not everyone's like, it's eight, so no one's pissed. They're just all sort of like, you know, get on their way. But it was heaving. It was a good vibe. Get to the Caxton and... Um, sorry, the Caxton. Get to Suncorp. And because Kempy's in a ghillie suit, <laughs> the security comes straight over to him. They're like, ah, excuse me, sir, come here. And, like, we've just scanned our tickets through. And he's like, yeah. He's like, what are you wearing? He's like, oh, it's a, like a ghillie suit. Yeah, it's a joke. He's like, this chick immediately radios, like, a superior's going, we've got a man in full army fatigues here. We've got a man in full army fatigues here. And he's like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a joke. It's magic round. Like, people dress up. Like, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Eventually, she's like, listen, I'm going to let you go, but everyone's going to have their eyes on you, so one mistake, and you're in, you know, da, da, da. and he's like, okay, yeah, no worries, no worries. Like, being super respectful, obviously. But also, you don't realise who's underneath this thing. Like, no, he had the he took his hat off, like, no, but, but I she mean, still like, doesn't know who he is. But I mean, no. like, a guy who wouldn't hurt a fly. No, no, <laughs> you know no I mean? but yeah, but also his, like, livelihood would rely on not being a sh- dickhead at the footy. <laughs> But as soon as she's like, okay, he then like steps two meters away from her and gets he gets mobbed by like ten dudes who want a photo. So this chick's like seeing, it's like, okay, I've just up, I've just held up someone who's clearly famous, and I didn't know who the fuck they were, and he's clearly not about to act like an asshole in this in his getup. <laughs> I can't believe his commitment to wear that to the footy dude. dude it was so good. It was did he so take good. his fucking? Did he pull his face back at all? Only once we got up to the seats. So otherwise, he was walking in a full ghillie suit to and the whole way through. I also, shock horror, had no fucking idea where we were sitting. Even though I had the tickets on me, I didn't know. But didn't you know when you bought them? It'll t- it tells you. I didn't pay any attention. Of course you didn't. That's not your style. It's not my style. I buy them. They're bought. I don't think about it. Then I go to scan and I go, oh, well, what gate are we? And it's like, but Campy, you can tell, is getting more and more pissed off with me because like, it's like, where are we sitting, bro? I'm in a fucking ghillie suit. I'm like, dude, I don't know. Here, look at it. And then I'm like, this is your town, bro. You tell me where we're sitting, which I think slightly fair, if not not fair at all. So we fucking... We start following him, and then as we just keep getting higher and higher up the stadium, he's like, where the fuck have you bought these tickets for, bro? And I'm like, I don't know, Denon. I don't know where the tickets are. We are all the way up the very top, one row back from the from the back. <laughs> one row back from the back, and it was hot as fuck. Was it hot up there? Dude, but it was hot generally in Queensland. Like, it is a muggy, muggy joint. I'm like, is it... Is that like as cold as Brisbane gets? I don't know. Like, will that ever get... Do they get a winter properly? Do they wear jumpers in that town? I don't know if I was they wearing wear my Manly 13 Plus and I was like, fuck, this is a commitment. It is hot. It was humid. Shit. It was sticky as fuck. It was. It was sticky. It was I don't sticky. know if it gets cold there. Quite I frankly, know. I don't care. I don't care at all. <laughs> don't I don't care. Because I won't be back until next Magic Round, probably, respectfully. Um, Maybe in Origin. Oh, actually, that's... Yeah, we'll be back for Origin. Um... Anyway, we're up in the nosebleeds. And 
we took so long to get to, to find our seats that fucking Selwyn Cobbo had scored a try before I'd even sat down in my seat. And I was like, this is not giving me good energy right now. I feel, I feel trouble brewing. And as it turned out, Edward, trouble was brewing. Oh, trouble brewed. Trouble brewed, dude. <laughs> so many people were like, oh, you're doing the maths on this one, you fuckwit. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not doing the maths well, on this one. people were yelling that at you. <laughs> Where are you doing the NRL maths on this one, you fuckwit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what, dude? I'm not sure that I can. But, like, look, if you, if you push a certain narrative down people's throats long enough and the the opposite happens yeah you've left yourself open for a licking dude and that's part of the game no you gotta take you gotta be if you want to lick you gotta be you gotta be open to being licked yeah and there are some people out there that aren't and you know what that's on you and you're weak but not me i'm 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 as strong as they come when it comes to licking i was getting and the uh, the brilliant beers boys would just happen to also have awful seats and so they were sitting right near us as well and I was just getting pounded from all angles. I had Broncos fans behind me, next to me, beside me, inside me. It just was like everywhere. You know, you know, you're in a fucking. You know, you're in the thick of it when you got Broncos fans in you, inside you, you know mid game. We'll get to the specifics of Manly. We'll in get that to that game later. The result is the result. The result is as the result was, Eddie, and. I'm now preparing to exit the stadium where, you know, probably 150,000 Broncos fans are also leaving at the same time. And I'm aware that I'm going to get licked, but I don't think there's any way that I could have prepared for what was coming because it was beyond what I was expecting (laughs) by some margin. (laughs) So as we're walking back... uh, to the Caxton, you know, like stopping for photos of dribbles and stuff, which was fucking great. Firstly, shout out to everyone we met while we were up there. It was great. It was awesome to see you all. And that was really cool. Like we'd never been pounded in the ass by dribblers like that before. Felt nice. But sort of stopping with people here or there just between the, the ground and the Caxton. And then there was just this one guy who we stopped for a photo with and he kept going to his mate, oh, he turned the flash on turn the flash on and his mate's like i don't know how to do that bro it's your phone and he the guy would not listen to his friend who was like i don't know how to turn your flash on and he just kept standing there going turn the fucking flash on and i'm standing there going bro this is on you you turn the fucking flash on you idiot but as like like it was funny as he's doing it more people just start gathering and seeing like what the fuck's happening here like oh because we're just sort of loud and then people just start to realize that it's me i'm still i think i'm still wearing my 13 plus jumper i don't know and they all start like turning and abusing me in the video fuck you you fucking manly 13 plus and i'm like ah jesus christ here we go having a laugh with them all and there's this one kid who's like this he's tiny who just has sort of like self-appointed himself as like my bodyguard. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm all good, bro. Like, it's fine. Everything's fine. But he'll start like going, oi, 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 like telling people to get away from me shit. I'm like, hey, bro, we're all good. I then though literally like get swarmed by dribblers. Like it's a World War Z thing or something. Or I'm like a Marvel. Or like, you know, in uh, The Matrix, when yeah, Neo yeah. gets swarmed by agents and then he like has to blow them all off. <laughs> 
It was kind of like that, but it was dribbles like you know, giving me noogies without the shit. without the blow off. Without the blow off, noogies, dude. <laughs> we get noogies, dude. You get noogied. Oh my here. god, Fuck, bro! Yeah, 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 and I'm like noogies. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, bro. Dude. It was it was wild, but like just all over me. And then again, tiny security guard kid. Like I'm fucking. Kanye West trying to get from my car to a hotel. He's like, come with me, mate. Come with me. And like, if you can't, if you can't see it, you've got to go to YouTube. Like putting his hand over my head and like trying to clear a path for me forward. And I'm like, get off me, bro. What are you doing? And he goes, I'll get us into the Caxton. Even though the brilliant beers boys are like run that joint and I knew that they would be fine. Like I'd be able to get in with him. This guy's like, Come with me, I'll get you. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And he gets me to the front of the line at the cast and he goes up to the security guard and goes, Oi, this is uh, it's t- it's Tom from Hello Sport. And the guy goes, Who? I'm like, this fucking. Of course kid. he said who. Of course he said who, dude. <laughs> of course he said who. And I was like, Jesus Christ, kid. Like, where are the, where's Darcy and Klutz? Where are the brilliant Pierce boys? This is absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, once I got through that little channel of like, you know, World War Z level of like dribblomania, it was then just all sweet. Cause I, but it was like, it was that so funny. They're like, take your fucking legs. Take your fucking legs. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta take him here. I've gotta take him. Mate, the thought of you going through that solo is fucking funny. That's mate. what I kept doing going, this Eddie, this piece of shit has <laughs> just left me here taking <laughs> grenades, dude. Taking grenades. Mate, I fucking... I wasn't there, punters and dribblers, because I was at a dear friend's wedding. Shout out to Max and Millie uh, for a, a lovely, lovely wedding on Friday. Congratulations. Fucking terrific. Um, like, it was lovely, right? To the point where almost everyone there was saying separately, but like saying to each other, like, that's love. Like, those two... The speeches and like the vibe and the energy, it was like love's love. Right. Like Lo- a pure Yeah, yeah, yeah. A pure love. Like you know? like if like, if love were a physical being, it'd be yeah. like, oh, this is this represents me pretty well. That's it. That's exactly right. And it and it and it warms the heart mm. all the way up. Mm. And so when you're in that environment where pure love's on show, Tom, mm-hmm. you just you're just in it. I was so in it that I I didn't know what time it was. I didn't know, like, where the boys were at. And time stands still when love's about. Time stands still, dude. And it got to, like, I think it was, like, 10 o'clock, and I checked. I think it was with Gus Walker, who's a turncoat, but he's also a Broncos fan. He's like, check the score, and I checked it. It was 38 nil, and I was like, oh, my. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I immediately thought of me old mate, Tommy. I thought, fucking hell. He'd be in the trenches, that poor cunt. And then... As quickly as the thought came, it left, and <laughs> I, I didn't give it another thought. <laughs> I didn't give it another thought, and I just went and, co- and continued on with my life. You straight know, back to it. Straight back yeah. to it, dude. You know straight what? The fact it, it even came into your mind for a split second is, you know, why we're such good friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh, look, you know. Uh, I, it's, I, I sweet. Did, it's sweet of you, mate. I appreciate I it. I did think of it. I did think of it. Oh, I, d- I did a quick swipe of the fucking, of the dribbler hotline, and it was, it was really starting to heat up. 
Yeah. It was like 700 requests in punters and dribblers. I imagine all for the same reason. And I said, nah, you can wait. In fact, people would still probably be waiting. Still waiting. For admittance. Look, your time will come, but part of me just wants you to keep, keeps you waiting a little bit longer. Well, it's just been, it's been a lot going on. It's you know been a I mean? lot going on. But I think, I think that if anyone was going to be up to taking noogies and shit solo, it was you, dude. Like, I think we chose well. I think to send one man to the wolves, I think we'd always send you. No, I think you send me. I don't think you're uh, you don't handle it well. I think you might have been overwhelmed, possibly. And if it was you and me together, I'd be looking out for you, trying to make sure that you're okay. Whereas, basically, I just knew. All right, if I die, I die. Yeah. And the show would have, like, you know, the like show, you can be sacrificed. The show wouldn't have worked anymore, right? Like, it would have been, you I think know. you would have carried on as normal. I think you certainly would have tried to. <laughs> I just don't know whether, but like you know, that, where, like, you dying would give it the best, like. I think it would be the great way for it to end. <laughs> is, you know, killed by dribblers. Death by dribblers. Death by noogie. De- no- he was noogie to death. How'd he die? He was noogie to death. Yeah. Uh, doing what he loved. Well, well, technically not. not. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. <laughs> I loved meeting everyone. I loved meeting everyone. It was sick. Then we went to the YKTR boys were up there and they had a, like a nightclub appearance. And that's, well, no, well, they were actually at the Caxton as well. That's right. We were in there playing pokies. Simi, one of the all-time great pokey machine snakeages. Sebo and I were pounding um, responsibly a pokey machine. At the Caxton. Mm-hmm. Simi was next to us. He was on one of the great hot streaks. It would seem every machine he touched turned to gold. He's got that vibe about him. Yeah. Don't you think? Arsy. Like a it. pokey whisperer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's he's watching me and Seb sort of get into our work unsuccessfully. And then as soon as as soon as we finish the machine, we just go, fuck, that was no good. He just hops up, slides a fucking 50 straight into it and had a feature in like the first five minutes he was on there he is an arsy prick he's an arsy who obviously the pokey gods have a smile on him they smile upon him yeah they smile on some people well he's loved by the pokey gods yeah it's as simple as that um so that was good but yeah they had a nightclub thing so we went and checked that out later on and it was fucking pumping dude it was crazy i haven't been to a nightclub for a minute anyway but more just like from a Jesus Christ! Look how many people they've got at this nightclub thing. It was it was nuts. Um, and then when I went in, as I said, as we went in, Tobler said, and I was like, I immediately felt like I was uh, no longer cut out for the nightclub life. Like I was trying to, like, you know, <laughs> how are you work? Were you? Did you get that? Did you activate the hips? No, oh, I started moving a did bit. Did you remember dude. your old mate's advice? Yeah, I was. I, look, I could activate them. Don't worry about that. Like they can be activated. Were they activated, Tobler? Were they activated? He, to be honest, I left him and Sebo for it to go and find the boys to say good day, and then I was like, I went over and then I was like, you know what? It is so sweaty and it's so filled with like young hot people that all want to fuck each other i was like daddy's dick's been off the map for a good long while we'll now just, yeah, and for it's a minute. just been off for a minute and it's just not i just couldn't be i couldn't i couldn't bring what the night deserved and what you know the people in there deserved I was, well if you're going to go to a nightclub there is a certain energy that one must bring correct particularly because it's very simple so depending on the setting right 
there is a vibe in the room. There's like a, a minimum threshold that needs to be met yep. just to, to to enjoy yourself. But also to add to the energy, right? If you're well, if you've uh, got too no, many if, people no, below the threshold, but otherwise it's just a, you're, weird vibe. a you're detracting for the energy, which you don't want to do. And but B you won't be in it. You won't be enjoying no, exactly. it. Exactly. You won't become part of the energy. Exactly. It's like if you're around this is a great way to describe it. If you're around a heap of piss cunts and you're not pissed, you're just like, well, this is I'm not ha- I'm not helping the situation. This isn't this isn't fun for anyone. No. You've got to be on the same level, otherwise it just doesn't work. So that's why you gotta go in activated. Yeah. You and have to go in activated. To be fair, I may have also, you know, had a little vegan vape. So things were... E- I was easily overwhelmed. Mm. <laughs> and... Crowds you know, will do that to you. Crowds will do that to you sometimes. Um, especially after you almost died by, you know, dribbler licking. So, yeah, we went there. We hung out for a little bit. Said g'day to, uh, to Lukey and Scope. And then fucked off to um, another pub around the corner and just had a little flutter on some uh, late night... English dishes, again responsibly, and yes, I won. Sorry. Good for you, buddy. That's what it's all yeah. about. That's what it's all about. But then it was just through to the next day, Ed. Through and to the next that's day. That's when Ed. you came in. I mean, now I think I pass it back over to you, you know, like you, Mate, look, we nice and early flight. I don't think this is going to surprise anyone, but I need to be honest. I was aware from Thursday onwards that I was getting picked up at 7, 7 a.m. to go to the airport. I was aware of that. I knew it. I knew it was going to be a long, arduous trip. I knew that when we got there, I needed to be on. I knew that it was going to be a big night regardless. And you could argue pretty strongly that I should have penciled in time for Zs, time for Zs. (laughs) Now, that's all well and good on paper, Mm. but like... There is a disconnect between what I should do and what I do, a big one, and I can't help myself. There's just, there's really, I've tried. You're, you're a glutton. I'm a glutton for a good time. I'm just a glutton from a good time. Yeah. And so, like, when we get back to the room and dear friend Jack Freeman suggests, you know, a bit of a dribble and a yarn, no, no topic off limits, you know, we'll talk <laughs> about space if you want. It's just, it's too much for me, dude. Nebulous and shit. I can't fucking say no to We're getting into some event horizon rhetoric. Dude, we're all over the map, bro. <laughs> we're all over the map. And you know how I can go a little bit that way, you know? It's a bloody oath, mate. And so I find myself, you know, sliding into bed, much to Ella's uh, dismay at five to five. <laughs> <laughs> um... And then, and then just laid there thinking about how I had to get up soon. And then the alarm went off and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, soon quickly became now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What have I done? And then all I fucking could think about was, like, the shocker I'd played. And I just fucking, I just stayed in the fucking shower just absorbing it and preparing and just trying to dig fucking deep, like, as deep as I possibly could. Mariana Trench work. Um, have a shower, hop into the fucking car. I could tell the guys, like, you know, they put, they test you out. Does this guy want to yarn? I think it becomes fucking clear as day that I'm not. You're not that guy. I'm not anywhere near being able to fucking yarn with you, bruh. No, don't talk to me. Just, just look. Say g'day. Look, I've got my sunnies on and it's, it's 7am. So read the room. 
I'll leave me alone. Get up to the airport. I'm a fucking mess. Going, I had to have a schooner just to like settle me. Just to fucking bring me down. There's no judgment in the airport. No, there isn't. Tommy called me and I was like, I bet you he's like calling to check in, but also like calling to make sure that I'm you're fucking... Not, that you're there. That I'm there. That you're not dead. That I'm, the, uh, that I'm doing I was it. calling you from a, from a nice soft bed, so I was able to sort of roll over and go, better check on the big yeah, fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so rattled in the airport that I spent like three minutes looking for my bag that I'd already checked in. As I'm on the phone to him, he goes, dude, can't find my bag. Just realised I checked it in. The guy who I bought the beer off, like, ran over, was like, mate, you didn't pay. I'm like, oh, my God, bro. Like, I'm fucking, I'm all at sea here, bro. All at sea. But sometimes your effort, like, your efforts because it was all for the punter and the jubler. Sometimes the, the gods will, f- you know, shine favorably upon you. I had an exit row and no one was sitting next to me, so I could, like, lay down like a bed. Oh, I, that's good stuff, Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking flight attendant had to wake, like, had to shake me to wake me up. So, like, mate, <laughs> we're about to land. We're about to land, dude. <laughs> fucking get your shit together. <laughs> Are you willing and prepared to help in an event of an emergency? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Yeah, not a problem, yeah. sweetheart. Yeah, you pick the right person. Here. Do I look capable to oh, you? I'm do good I? to go, baby. I'm literally propped up against the exit door yeah, <laughs> with my gonna, bag behind me. Need to drag you out of the way to get <laughs> this out of the place. I would look like a fucking mess. Literally, like slumped up against the exit door like this for fucking an hour and a half. <laughs> Had to shake me to fucking wake me up. Yeah, this and might like, be dead. The thing about the uh, the the like the the plane is landing. I don't know if anyone realizes this, but I think based on my own math, they do it twenty minutes out generally. We landed like a couple of minutes after she got me to wake up. So like that was probably not her first attempt. No, yeah, yeah. She's going. Oh, this guy still fucking hasn't moved. We need. To, we might need to tape him to his seat. <laughs> Restrain him. Restrain him. Anyway, get to the Caxton. And Tom had been spinning me these yarns from the night before, being like, dude, there's fucking dribblers everywhere and shit. And I'm like... I was just trying to get across to him. I'm going, again, because of the type of the... Like, because it was Magic Round and so many rugby league fans had descended on the fucking Caxton. I was just like, dude, it's like any dribbler interaction we've had, but like with Dwayne, the Rock Johnson levels of steroids injected into anything that you've ever experienced before. So I was very fucking vulnerable. Like, I was, like, dreading hopping out of the car. I'm like, I just I just need to go upstairs and just get my bearings. I don't know, I need a couple of beers. Thank fuck it wasn't bad at all. It was fine. Slipped upstairs. Beers were ready to go. Well, that's it. Again, run of the mill, run of the mill. And we felt very calm. There was, like, a nice little upstairs. They don't have the upstairs open very often, or if at all, I don't know. But so we got to just sort of go upstairs and chill. It's fucking dribbly up there, dude. It's like the decor is as dribbly as dribbly gets. And the moment you see, like, these floral pattern couches that have probably seen like a fuckload of winters. and Plenty, if they could, of, plenty of, of rugby league seed, I'd imagine. And exactly. Like, they would have been covered in rugby league nut, these things. But they, there was a comfort in that. Oh, yeah. No, there was absolutely. a comfort in planting yourself down on, on couches covered in rugby league seed. Yeah, premiership just, winning seed. That's right. And just having a couple of Origin scooters. winning seed. Having a couple of schooners and then just sitting down to do a potty with the bro- bloody brilliant beers, which was funny. <laughs> 
Fucking Darcy. Darcy, dude. He was so fucking hungover. I, I've never seen someone so close to just looking like he was dead. But you don't often see colour leave people. He was as white as I've ever seen. He was as someone. white as a sheet. And he was just sitting there. And then he was like, dude, I just keep throwing up. And it's like, all right. And so he'd go and boot. And then he'd come back and he'd sit down on the couch. And then the colour had just drained. Like his lips were white. You know what I mean? Like his lips were just white as a goddamn ghost. And but which made his eyes pop even more. So it was like he looked either like a white walker or like he was dead. He, no, he, yeah, or like he like if you just put him into a zombie movie without any makeup, you just like you'd buy him as like a zombie. You could win Oscars off the back of the makeup you didn't do on him going yeah. the makeup award for makeup in fucking zombie movies goes to Whoever did Darcy's makeup. Because he was a fucking mess. Like, literally stopped speaking for 10 minutes and just left the podcast. He walked off the podcast mid-podcast and then went and sat on the couch. And we were just looking at him laughing. And he's like, dude, I think I'm going to vomit. So he gets up to walk out of the room to go and vomit and then can't make it to the door and has to sit down again. And just collapsed. And when then was on his side in the fetal position and he looked, I'm not even fucking joking. If you didn't know the setting or like, if we all left the room and someone walked upstairs, I reckon you'd think he was dead. Like, I reckon you'd call the cops. Yeah, you go, oh, we found, so, fuck, we found someone someone's dead upstairs. Like there's, someone's died up here. He looked like a dead body. He's still breathing, but it doesn't make sense. So I'm pretty sure he's just actually dead, and it's just the body's, like, final. Yeah, it's just, it's given its final. It's given its final it's thing. It's like the final hurrah. You bet he's done. He's done, and he's dusted. Um, but the party that we did with them comes out tomorrow, Tuesday. So give it a listen. 10 a.m., give it a listen. That was good fun. And then fucking Kempy rolls in, and we and then the meet and greet happens, which was great. And I meet enjoyed and it thoroughly. Hectic. But there was a fucking, there was a lot of fucking dribblers there. A lot of dribblers. So shout out for firstly coming to Saturday, and secondly for like, some of you lined up for a long time, like yeah. almost three hours. So I respect the fuck out of that. They had to cut the line off because people downstairs, could, the bars couldn't operate because there were so many dribblers waiting to come say good day. It was, that was overwhelming in a great way. It was like, holy in a, in a, shit. In a very nice way. That is wild. And <laughs> the fucking where they were coming to meet us, they were like standing behind glass and we were on the other side of it. Or like that's where it was taking place. So they'd been, like, waiting outside there for a period of time. So when we came out, the glass was all, like, fogged. Like, it was these zombies it on was the other wet. side. It was, like, all wet. It was dripping wet. Water droplets and shit. You're like, oh, my God, dude, this is... This is insane. But we met some good... We met some good dribblers. It was, it was good to fucking shoot the shit. Uh, the hinge dribblet was there. Hinge dribblet. Shout out to her. That was special. Yep. A couple of real OGs in their uh, Midnight Blue hats. Dude, we saw, I saw, we saw two Midnight Blues. Primo and Midnight one of Blues. Them, they were both in mint condition, but one in particular was in mint. Yeah. Mint condition. He's like, bro, I don't really wear it. Like, it means a lot to me. Like, he just, he was like, I keep it in a box, I think even said. I'm like, dude, it shows. That thing is unbelievably immaculate. immaculate. That was nice to see. I like seeing the Midnight Blues. The midnight blues out and about. There was and 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 I there was I didn't we didn't see him, but Ironside was up there in his bloody baggy green. Was doing the rounds. flex. That baggy green's starting to get nice and worn on Ironside. He brings it out a fair bit. He's gonna it's gonna look like fucking punters. It'll look like which is also a flex. Yeah, it's a huge flex. Which is a massive flex. There was like French dribblers and shit there. Dude. Yeah, shout out to the French guy. Look, he he's asking that we dedicate ten minutes a week to Catalans. That that won't be happening. No, it won't. That In won't fact, we won't be speaking about you again. But 
But know that but you it got was this. nice. It was great to meet you. And but know great that you to got, know got this. Got a French you got this guy that listens. Yeah. Listen. We love our Frenchies. Love our Frenchies, and we love Catalans. We love crumpets, but you know we probably won't be dedicating ten minutes a week. To well, it, it just seems like a bit much. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It seems like a long time. Too long to satiate. No, the appetite no. of one French guy. We'll just we'll look. We'll, all we can promise is that we'll just keep dribbling and yarning for you, bro. But that's probably going to be it. You that's know what I mean? the extent of what we can. I promise. hope that's okay. I hope that's fine. But that's, ah, he'll be fine with that. He'll be fine. Don't you reckon he'll be okay? Oh, with I reckon he'll be alright with that. I didn't go to another game of rugby league though, Eddie. I can tell you that for free, and you know I'm not disappointed with that either. I think that that's probably the way that should play out. I watched my team. We got pumped, and then it was like, I'm just Well, gonna, we went up I'm there to gonna... dribble and yarn and fucking hang out with punters dribble. That's what we That's went. it. And that's what we did. That was the whole point of the exercise. It was just like... We Shake never hands, got up kiss babies. We never got up to Brisbane to, to meet those north. Like, obviously, people came up from all over, but we'd never been north of the border to say good day. So no. that was the point of the exercise, to flop about. To flop about Rip and tear with the P's and D's. And also, in truth, we wouldn't have been able to go on Saturday even if we'd wanted to because we organised everything basically on Thursday. Well, that was the reason we couldn't, to be completely honest. Which but I, I wasn't wouldn't, looking Which I wouldn't advise if you're going to go to Magic Round, and I'll tell you why. Because you're going to get rinsed. You're going to get rinsed. Flights days. will be 10 times more than they should, and com. a com's going to be fucking pretty out there. A com, a com will sting you. Oh, it's stung. It's, it's stung. stung in a big way. Yeah, it's stung. Um, it's done like the like a thousand bees on the dick, but I just I can't ever see us being weeks, if not months, out organised. I just can't really see that. No, the only thing I might do, or at least look to do this next time, is just know that we will go to Magic Round again next year and book it way out. What I'm saying is like that's a great idea. Yeah, that sounds you. really nice. Thank you. But I don't think we will. That's a fair point. <laughs> I, don't think I we tend will. to I tend to hold the same beliefs. <laughs> Tell you what, the cabbies in Brisbane can get fucked. I'll say that respectfully. These pieces of shit. Again, I know that everyone's like trying to take their pound of flesh off of us, you know, uh, interstate people coming in and people just trying to rip and tear. Motherfuckers would when we'd get in the cab, they'd be like, eighty bucks anywhere up front. And on one of the nights, I paid it because we'd been waiting for a cab. But that's why he's asking, mate. Fucking, the, like, it's, it's like almost a throwback to the old cross nights. Yeah, where they're like, you, where are you going? Yeah. Are you going east? Nah, fuck off. And they just wouldn't give you a list before Uber. You remember that? Yeah, I used to. When like, I, cause you I used have to, to lie. You go, I'm going north. You go, oh, just, can we drop a mate home first? That's what I'd do with Steph. I live right next to the cross, and she lived in uh, Rosebury around here, actually. And um, I'd go, oh, we're dropping me off, then dropping her off. And then so we just get to my place, and i go, oh, you want to come with me? And she'd go, okay. And they go, like, hey, fuck you. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you, dude. You're trying to rip us off. But those guys in Queensland were really being dicks about it. Hell of a fucking weekend. Shout out to the punters. Shout out to the dribblers. Shout out to Campy. Shout out to the casino. Well, club. Shout out to Caction. Shout out to Bloody Brewing Beers. Shout out to Tobler. Shout out to Seb. Yep. Shout out to me. Sebo had a big birthday out there. Shout out to you. Shout out to me, yeah. Sebo turned... 33. 33. Getting old, bro. Getting, getting old. old. Not bro. like us youngins. Not like us youngins. <laughs> Shout out to the dribbler that refused to accept the fact that he wasn't Scope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Some guy came up to Sebo and was like, Scope, want a photo? And he's like, I'm not Scope, dude. And he's like, yes, you are, cunt. 
Like, why are you lying about it? He's and then like, he Mate. came back again and was like, Oi, can I get a photo? He's like, no, dude, I, I'm not fucking scope. What is wrong with you? No, but in the end, he had to just accept it and take the photo with this guy. And he's <laughs> he like, we'll just figure photo. it out later that I'm not scope. That is so good. Fucking hilarious. That is so funny. But Magic Round, big vibe. Um, huge vibe. Huge vibe. Licking our fucking wounds yesterday, dude. I got off the plane. Elsa picked me up. Thank you, darling. Had to go to her grandfather's 92nd birthday, which was great, but I wanted to get horizontal and mm. I couldn't. Yep. And that's fine. Got through that and ordered a really smacky meal. <laughs> it was like, it was smacky as fuck. What'd you get, buddy? I got a truffle cup carbonara. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was fuck. It was a big day, bro. It was a huge <laughs> day. But sometimes you just want to be put in a coma. No, I get it. Completely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you just need to be to bury yourself yeah. deep within. And that's what a truffle carbonara offers. <laughs> yeah. It offers a guaranteed sh- uh, shortcut to coma town. To coma town, dude. I um, but now I feel great. So I like, don't. There's you feel good today. It's fucking, fucking oath I, do, dude. I feel awful. I'm ready to rock and roll. I feel awful. I wake up sprightly. Oh, dude, I did not. <laughs> I, I did wake not. up sprightly, bro. I got home. I um, I fucking really missed the babies. I was like, fuck. I just want to get home. Maybe that's because I was feeling sorry for myself, licking my wounds. Well, not just. I mean, them, your fucking kids, you miss them. But well, it, like, it, it, it 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 exasperates it. I think the Andrew Simon thing rocked me a bit as well. We'll talk about him in a bit. But, like, it was just, like, I just wanted to get home. But then when I got home, Steph's like, uh, Zoe needs to sleep. Um, and I've got to, like, some. we've had some family dramas over the weekend, sadly, as well. And um, so she had a bunch of shit she needed to do. And so she was like, well, can you just, like, take them so I can get some stuff done? So um, I had to strap Zoe to my chest in the, like, carrier so she could have a sleep. And then I'm pushing Evie in the pram and I just had to, like, take him for a walk around the hills. And I was uh, I was just so <laughs> fucking, like, out of it and in a daze. I was like, this, my, how things have changed in 12 hours. I was at the casino, but moments ago, eating fucking a weird pizza <laughs> with chips and aioli, which is criminally overrated, as we've already acknowledged. And now here I am, and Evie's like, let me out of the pram. I'm like, bro, I can't. I need you to sit in the pram while dad pushes you so that I can get Zoe to sleep, and I need you to stop yelling. It was a fucking nightmare, but one that is nice still. But I'm just trying to make it sound nice. I know Steph will hear this, and she'll be like, I was doing it all weekend. I'm like, I know you were. I appreciate you, but fuck me. That that 45 minutes you gave me was a tough one. (laughs) Some guy goes... Send us a message because I put it up on our stories. I go, oh, just back to being the world's greatest dad. Some guy put in the story, he goes, dude, how much household debt have you accrued over the fucking last week going from Newcastle boxing into a magic round weekend? I'm like, yeah, dude, I think I've racked up a fair bit of debt. I think that's why you see me out pounding the pavement right now. I'm, I'm going to make up ground. And explains why um, uh, a trip that we, we sort of penciled in for next week has been swiftly can yeah yeah we did we did have another trip on the cards work based but still a bit of a piss a trip yeah and not super necessary <laughs> no uh, indulgent as yeah fuck. not super necessary so not when we're going the way half well exactly <laughs> um 
But anyway, so we had dinner and then Steph was going, she had to leave um, at about six and she called me and she goes, did you order a fucking pizza after we've had dinner? I'm like, no. But uh, we eat, there's this place called Society Pizza in Bondi. And Shout it's out to it. Delicious. She's like, you, she didn't believe me. She thought I'd sneakily Uber Eats the pizza and I was waiting for her to go and then I was going to eat it even though we'd had dinner, which in hindsight probably was a good idea if I had thought of it. But it was just like one of the neighbours who'd ordered it, but they never picked it up. So she was like, there's this pizza just sitting up here, like hot as hell, with no like address, no receipt, no name, no nothing. And after she left, I, I didn't take it, but it was on my mind for a long period of time about just knowing, and I could see... Did you go check on it? I could see the bins from the living room, like up to where, and I just would pop the head out and be like, fuck, it's still there. She's like, there's some fresh barata there as well. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, dude, I want to go and see Was it there this morning? Uh, It was there when she got home at like 11. So they'd forgotten. Daddy could have pounded it. I love... (laughs) A camera from outside your house, like... Watching me just sighted on the window, just, just seeing yeah, me like my head just pop just out, just popping out to check on its fucking status. Still there, and just licking his lips every time. Dude, like, I was salivating. I dude. was thinking about it. I thought better of it, and I'm glad I did because I don't want to be stealing pizzas. I'm not in that racket yet. <laughs> yet, yet, <laughs> yet, yet. Yeah, well, proud of you for showing heaps of self-restraint. Not I know, as, dude, I'm fucking really Clearly not as much shown this morning. I come in and I just see Tom working his way through a fucking sausage and egg. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God. If we can be honest, it's actually, it was a, I think it was a Mighty McMuffin. Okay. Which had a bit of bacon on it. Um, was it slimy? Was it all right? Dude, it was actually really good. Now, I am, I have every intention of actually exercising today, but I needed that. I bought my gear. Did you bring your gear? No. You didn't? No, I didn't. What's on the whiteboard? The 17th, which is tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, so I fucked the dates up. Yeah. Oh, so you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going a day early, baby. Well, so am I. But That's I'm just not commitment. doing it with you. Um, That's it. Today, I, 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 I don't want to do it with you because I just want to do it at my own pace. No, well, sometimes we do it together. I think we do it today. No, I'm but I mean today. No, just, no, 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 no. I just want to run at my own pace. I want to do it on my own terms. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't want to be, you know. I want to meander. Yeah. I think I might do some stairs at my house. Um, but. That's probably the, enough. Yeah, the, the indulgence. I just wanted to give some context as to why you found me pounding a Mighty McMuffin with a hash brown in it and a large coffee is that I probably haven't had much sleep either because Zoe's getting more teeth by the day. Mm. This, this little fucker might be a shark. I'm not sure. She might be a shark. She's getting that many teeth. And she's not sleeping well. So, you know, am I in the hurt locker twice? Yeah. Am I still here turning up for the punter and the dribbler every single day? Yes. Because that's what we do. Good for you, mate. I got my eight. I can tell you got your eight, dude. You walked in with a fucking skip in your step. I'm like, this bastard is well rested. (laughs) You're like, you're like, there are those animals. It's like a badger or something. And (laughs) it, uh, they try and like badgers, they like eat snakes. And there's a certain snake that's venom knocks it out, but it doesn't kill it. So they get bitten and you would think that it's dead, but it's not. It just is like goes into a deep sleep for like a few hours and wakes up and it's good to go. That's like you with a truffle cup cabanara. It would kill most people, but it just knocks you out for eight. And then you're up the next day just ready to rip. 
So that's a bit of it. That's my advice for the week. If you've got a bit of badger about you, yeah, fucking ship in a truffle carbonara, dude, and just fucking knock yourself out, and you'll be right as rain the next day. You'll get us eight straight. You get eight straight, literally eight forty, ten forty-five to six forty-five. Neat. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Didn't move. Same position you're in when you fell asleep. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Shadow realm stuff. Shadow realm, brah. Should we talk some sport? Yeah, it's probably time, bro. Fucking oath, bro. Um, Before we talk rugby league, uh, Andrew Simons, obviously, uh, he died the other two days ago, yesterday. Um, Awful, awful, awful car crash. I don't know. There's not much to say, man. It's just fucked up. Well, other than it's fucking devastating. Another loss for Australian cricket. Yep. He had two kids. That's what was rattling me yesterday. I was like, I just want to go home. It just it, it just fucked me up. I saw a photo of him and his kids, and I was like, this is so sad. Rod, with Rod Marsh, was it? Rod Marsh. Rod Marsh, Shane Keith, Roy. I, All in like a two-month span. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I saw Tubby like tweeted something, and it was like, everything happens in threes. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about threes? And they said Rod Marsh. And this might sound fucking wildly insensitive, but I just don't. Obviously, it's sad that Rod Marsh died, and in threes, that's obviously what he was talking about. But I was just like, "Oh fuck, is there like another young Australian cricketer who died before their time that I couldn't, that I wasn't aware of?" I think well, Rod passed before his time. I think I guess so, but I just mean he was like he's an older guy. Shane and, and Roy is like it's a well, serious fucking what is going Roy on. Roy was in his forties. Yeah, he's forty six, dude. Forty six. Jesus Christ, crazy. And he's, we interviewed him. We did. He was a good man. I enjoyed my. I enjoyed that with Roy. Just a. Uh, just a laid-back, relaxed dude, but he was like a good chat. Yeah, he was great, but very upsetting. Very, very upsetting. Obviously, commiserations to his family. Yeah, but that that three thing, dude, is it seems to, it's it holds up often. Well, yeah, I don't like the three thing. I don't, I don't like, like it either. I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. But like people were saying it after Shane. People were saying it. Were they? Yeah, bro. People were saying it. Oh, fucking hell. I said, don't say that. Jesus. But I know, I understand that. Yeah, no, but They're I know. just like, they say it because Yeah, it's, because it's sometimes it happens. Sometimes I get it. it happens. I get it. I don't like it. Um, but yeah, dude, he was one of my favorites. One of my all-time favorites. He was a vibe, dude. He was fun to watch. Fun to watch. He seemed like he was fun off the field. Just seemed fun. He, he made cricket fun. He averaged 40 in tests. Did he? Yeah, dude, which is fucking handy. Did he really? Yeah, bro, fucking handy. Fucking handy. I know, he was great, Did we right? win one World Cup or two? I don't know that either. But, but, but he won a World Cup, you know what I mean? Could feel his dick off. Oh, fuck yeah. He could put on shots. Put on shots. Loved his fishing, loved his rugby league football. A proud Queenslander. A big loss. They don't come prouder than Roy, Edward. Dude, he was proud as fuck. No, he was proud. He was fucking proud. But yeah, off because he was so close to Warney as well, and like you sort of were following along him talking about Warney and dealing like publicly dealing with the loss of Warney, and then for just like you just well, I went to his Instagram and his his last post was about Warney, and you just like yeah. fucking hell. Dude. That's what freaks me out when you see. I don't know, dude. Just sometimes things like that. It it, it did with Warney, but almost more so with Simon's. They're like life can just come out of fucking anywhere and just. Yeah, and what I, for, because like Warney's one heart attack, maybe lifestyle, like you know, can sort of contribute to it, which is obviously all fucked. But the like, the absolute sort of just nothingness of a car crash, where you're just like, Jesus, dude, 
you can just be nipping around at the corner, you know? Like, you just never know. It freaked me out. It, yeah, you can't. You almost can't dwell on it for too long. No, dude. I had to keep. I had to keep distracting myself. It makes things a bit real. Yeah, very real. real. Very real. Very real. Um, anyway, we'll leave that there. Shout out to Roy. Shout out to Roy. Um, rugby league. Yeah, mate. Rugby league. And when we do talk rugby league, Edward. Yeah, mate. It's thanks to our good friends at KO, the only place to watch rugby league. The home of rugby league, all games live, ad free, during play. Listen, if you still haven't got a KO account, this is the week. This 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 is the week to do it. I don't believe that anyone listening doesn't have one. There you go. I said it. But if you don't, fuck you, get it. I just can't imagine it. It's, it's hard to imagine, but it's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It is true. Like, we know how many subscribers they've got, and it's not all of Australia. So I'm just like... It should be at least 25 million, right? It should be. It should be. There should be as many accounts as there are people in the, yes. in the country. Well, that's 25, isn't it? It's almost 25, I believe. That's, that would be my opinion. Tom. Yeah. That would be my opinion. Now, knowing roughly what the subs are, I, it, people need to start lifting. Go on the big lift Time and start making smart decisions to improve your fucking life. Now, improve your life. Manly, not, not having KO is like not owning a washing machine. Yeah. yeah you're going to fucking wear dirty clothes, are you? Sicker. <laughs> um, manly, Eddie. Manly, worst performance of the year. Fucking disgraceful. No way to sugarcoat it. I fucking hated it. Adam Reynolds was amazing. Yeah. But that is not a 38 nil butt fucking. Look. He's, he wasn't. He was amazing. He wasn't 38 nil butt fucking amazing. Look, Manly didn't perform well. It's, it's as simple as that. The we boys got it on good sh- authority. Des ripped him a new arsehole. Yeah, well, no. Hope he did. Apparently, he ripped the whole club. Everyone involved. Trainers, strappers, fucking yeah. physios. From people top that to run tail, the fucking just water. an absolute ripping. Everyone got worked deep, deep, deep within. Cat and, of nine tail stuff. And, it's, and they needed it. Yeah. And they fucking needed it. 38 nil. I think he whips, you know, like Cat of Nine Tails was what they used to use, I think, in the convict days of Australia. They may have done other places, but I do remember learning about it at Old Sydney Town when I was a young pup. I think Des just whips his hair. So he comes close to him and just fucking whips his mouth yeah. on their back. They've got to take their shirt off and then he just smacks him with their hair. Yeah. It's, it's, called, a, it's called a Desi. Yep. Cop a Desi. I'm here for it. I think that it's what I trust Des knows what's required to to pull us out of this slump. Yeah. And by slump I mean thirty eight fucking nil against Brisbane at Suncorp in Magic Round. Yeah. Where we didn't we didn't offer a goddamn thing. A goddamn thing. Uh we're leaking points, dude, which I'm not around at all. Yeah, the, the the zero is bad. Thirty eight I think the re- that's really the worst bad. Bit. That's really fucking bad. The defense sucked ass, sucked ass, bro. There was one. I think the Corey Oates' second try, where I think he just the half just turned it back on the inside, gave him like an inside. Uh, an, he, fuck, is it called an inside ball? No, the fuck. And he just the hole was so big to run through, but it was like he didn't have to do anything. You and I could have run through that, Eddie. And would have. Fucking oath he would have. Because we can run along. Probably quicker than Corey would have. 
Well, Corey's pretty slow now. But Magic Round, Friday, 8.30. The, the, the eyes of the world are on this game, and they just did fucking nothing. And I think it's in no small part to those black jerseys they were wearing, which are fucking disgraceful. I don't understand why a team needs an alternate strip. You can have an alternate strip if you're away or you're up against a team that's got, like, you know, a similar colour or a different colour, but, like, wear the white jersey and Broncos can wear the maroon. Which or, is what they wore. It's right. Or we wear the fucking maroon and they wear the white. It's our fucking home game technically up there. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm really fucking confused why we were wearing that black. That seemed to be a sponsor job. I hate that. Why would you wear black on Friday the 13th? Ever thought about that? Did anyone ever cover that off? Why would you... Why? Surely there's someone at the club who... Is in with the Mystics. Is in with... Like, if you don't have a Mystic advisor in rugby league football, then I don't know what the fuck you're... Like... If you spend all the money on high performance, which you should, and you're going to skimp on fucking Mystics advisory? Roosters won a comp using a snake oil salesman. Yeah. Like there is, rugby league is closely associated with mystics and omens and patternry and all that sort of shit. Yeah, the woo-woo, dude. The woo-woo, that's exactly right. That's what I'm looking for, the blanket term woo-woo. To not recognise that wearing black jerseys on Friday the 13th is going to invite disappointment in your, into your life is highly alarming. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem. It's highly alarming. And I'd say that's probably what had Des most rattled was he was like, how the fuck did we miss that? Who's the minister for woo-woo here? Well, you've just been fired. You should have seen that one coming and you didn't. You're not good enough. I don't know who Manly's minister for woo-woo is. Maybe they don't have one. And if they don't have one, we're here to do it. Run us, run that sort of shit by us and we can advise you on what, on, might, on what to do to and what, what might come back to bite you from a, from a sort of you know, dark arts perspective. I just don't think that you can discount the impact that had. And whilst, yeah, many people are saying Manly was shit, you know, I'm saying, yeah, they were shit, but it was largely to do with the fact that they were wearing black jerseys on Friday the 13th. We're not happy about it. We're not here making excuses for it. It's not an excuse, it's a reason. That excuses the performance? No, but it's it's the reason for it. It is the, it's the cause. It's the cause. Look, we know we lost. We're taking our licks. We understand all that. We're just saying from, how do you argue that? How can you honestly tell me that wearing black jerseys on Friday the 13th isn't a fucking good idea. Like, how can you not tell me that? The only, I guess, like solace, Eddie, that if you and I could take any, which was difficult, especially being there and being licked half to death personally, but if there's any solace to be taken, it's that no team has uh, won during a magic round and gone on to win the comp. So That's solace number, number one. That's solace number one is that, you know, Comp's still alive for us. Solace number two is the last time Manly were kept scoreless in rugby league football was in 2013, the year we made the grand final and we would argue won the comp. But we did. So think about that. Think about that. So they're the only, they're the two pieces of solace, quantums of solace that we have. And sometimes you need to just put some quantums of solace in the back pocket. Yeah. Just to put you to sleep. Yeah. To keep your mind at ease. Yep. Because times may seem tough, but if you've got quantums of solace in the back pocket, they don't seem as tough. Correct. Does that make sense? Now, I liked seeing the Storm get humped near to death by the Panthers. I haven't seen the game because I was doing some ball gag free ripping and tearing. We were sort of watching it. 
I don't remember, remember it. Um, it was on the telly. Yeah. It was on the telly. It was on the telly. It was on the telly. I wasn't paying attention. Se- South. This made me feel good. Sebo had South with the start. Yeah, six and a half points. Six and a half points. And they were up 32 nil, and he was just early crowing his cock off. And then <laughs> the Warriors came back and it was like 36-32. That was nice. It was 32 to six. Yeah. It was 32 to six and the line was six and a half points. Like that, that's as home and hosed as you can possibly get. And then they lost a man, did they? I uh, think a man went to the bin, possibly. Yes, I do remember. Yeah, Damien Cook got Sinbin with about seven minutes to go. And they were still like 14 points behind, I think, at that point. And then, they, they, and then like, they scored two tries, but they were still two points away. Like, it was, it ended up 32-30. Like, they almost fucking butchered that thing. Very odd. I think in rugby league terms, Tom, you'd say that they, uh, they went to bed early? Yes. Is that the term I'm looking Prime for? Prime possum. Put Prime, the cue yeah. in the rack. Hey, put, put the cue in, in the rack. rack. Yeah, that's what I was looking yeah. for. Pool table reference. They put the cue in the rack, and they got fucking bitten for it. Back to the storm. Yeah, they lost. Jerome Hughes was out. Pat was out. Grant got a, uh, oh, he got a head knock early. He still kept playing, but you know, like the stars didn't really align for them necessarily. No, I'll say this: rugby league. in this season has been a mongrel to pick. It's been tough. That's kind of what's made the season good, actually. Like, who the fuck saw Manly losing? No No one. one. Who's, like, the Storm, you could argue, like, I was Roosters beat Neils. No one saw that coming. I had Raiders to beat the Sharks. I'll take that. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, I did. That's only because of me. Yeah, well, it's not because of you. It's in spite of you. But, yeah, certainly I went on them to win. You Um, didn't go on them to win. You had them with the start. Liar. Yeah, that's still, I picked them. Not the same thing. I'm not saying it is the same thing. I'm just saying I was on the Raiders, which I was. No, your bet got up. You're on the Raiders, but you got to be you on the Raiders with the with the start. You weren't on the Raiders. I was still on the Raiders. You're on the Raiders with the start. Doesn't matter. Still on them. You the can start. you can get specific as you want. I don't care. I wasn't on with the start. I yeah. was still on them. Though, no, wasn't I'm just I? I'm just making sure that that's preference. Well, it is. The bet didn't get up because I also had Rapana and he didn't score. But I was <laughs> on the Raiders with the start. With the start, but I was on them. With the start. Oh, no, it was, make no mistake, the start was included, but I was on them. Yeah, with the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was on them. Yeah, with the start. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, on, at the end of the day, with the start. <laughs> <laughs> like, we could sit here and talk about how fucking the Cowboys are still full cream milk and, like, the West Tigers suck. Shout out to Rayman, who doesn't get rugby league, who thought the West Tigers were going to win. Like, yeah, idiot. dude, shut idiot, up. You don't idiot, get rugby league. Idiot, idiot. But there is a narrative, there is a story, there is something that we do need to cross off our list that is possibly the only thing I really give a fuck about out of the weekend. Yep. Now, the Bulldogs go down to the Knights who break their seven-game losing streak and get a W against a Bulldogs outfit that just stinks. Yep. It's stunk for fucking two years. They're a big, 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 big double back-to-back spoon chance. Nothing's clicking, nothing's working, nothing's vibing, nothing's... Stunk to high heaven. Nothing's coming off. Now, in a stroke of good fortune, as the podcast has been going this morning, Monday the 16th, Trent Barrett has quit. Now, he's quit to save a bit of personal fucking face uh, and avoid being sacked. They were in a crisis meeting this morning at the Bulldogs. He was going to get the arse. What's funny about this is... 
we have been covering on this podcast for the last probably month about how Phil Gould's been having his way with Trent Barrett. Yeah. He's been bending over and he's been inserting anal beads. Now, it's clear to me that Trent said, I can't take an 11th. No, yeah. Gus was like, oh, you got any more room in there? And he said no. And he said, well, if you don't take an 11th, you're out. I'm pulling them all out. He (laughs) goes, well, I can't have that, so I'm quitting. It's what's funny about it, Tom. There's no way he quit, though, just so everyone knows. No, I, I'm just saying what's been reported. Yeah, yeah no, but as in what, what's happened Of course he didn't quit. What, he, did, said, what he didn't want his job anymore? They've said, we're going to give you this amount of money and you can say you quit yep. or we'll sack you and it'll probably look way worse for you. Exactly. Even though everyone knows, so it's still fucked. Exactly. Is that on 100% footy last week, I think. Well, last week or the week before, but yeah. yeah. Recently. Phil Gould was asked about the training issue and all that shit. And he was like, you know, man, I was just, he invited me. He gave me the whistle. He gave me the whistle. Mm. We've been over it. We all know the yarn. What was funny in that same show is he said that Trent Barrett will be there long after he's gone. He's the long-term coach for the Bulldogs. And it's just like, mate, you talk a lot of shit. Last week as well, he got fucking, he was saying Because he was like literally... Like, you saying that he's going to be there long after you go, Does it's just not in line with what's happened. No, but, but also he said to Danny Wyder last week, Danny have blocked us on Twitter fame, uh, of back to his best getting in shot fame. He was like, um, Danny was asking if there's any truth to the rumours that they were looking at a monster potentially. But he just kept going, you media, you're all lies. Where'd you hear that from? You just made that up. That's not true. It's all lies. It's all lies. And was kind of like... I don't know what he his, shut him down quickly. Yeah, I don't know what his relationship is with Danny and whether it was sort of like good natured sort of bantery or whether he was like shut the fuck up, Danny. I couldn't tell because I don't know how they are, but it was like very high horsey from Gus, and yet he was clearly he clearly full of shit when he wants to be, and I don't care. It's rugby league, but like the way he was sort of speaking was sort of almost like holier than thou. It's like Gus, bruh, come on, come on, bruh. Like, he's the biggest wool pull of all time. When you come out and say that Trent Barrett's going to be there long after you, it's almost insulting. Well, I, that's what that's that's where I'm just like, it's laughable. And then he has such an issue with the media and says that they always misrepresent it and shit. Yeah. Like, if you... It, he, he was going poorly. Like, obviously, he was going poorly. Very poorly. He's got a 15% win rate or some shit at the dogs. Like, fucking appalling. But... To sit there and say that he's going to be there long after you go and then two weeks later he's gone. Like, <laughs> you can see how that... How's anyone going to... Doesn't translate. He, I wonder, though, because Gus will fucking come out and say that it wasn't his decision. I bet my dick hole. But, it, but like, he would have the biggest say in the fucking room. Of course he does. He was not allowing Cole Flanagan if, to play. If he said he's staying, he would stay. He literally... He green light that decision. He literally was picking and choosing players for the side. He has – the final say would have been with him. The they final just, say. They paid him to come to the club for this sort of shit. Now – Who are the dogs playing next week? Because they'll win. Tigers, Spoonball. Dogs win. win. Dogs, dogs win. win. Dogs win. I wonder if Phil coaches them this week. I wouldn't mind that. Phil sent all the players home from training, said Trent's fucking – I bet you they're all stoked. So not necessarily – they might like Trent, but just going, fuck yeah, let's get home. 
day off. And it was like, sucks. apparently everyone was shocked. I'm like, no, they wouldn't have been. No, they weren't. It's funny though, right? How would you be shocked when Phil starts taking over training sessions, bro? Like, it, the writing was on the wall and has been on the wall for a month. Like, the moment, people that have been around rugby league long enough, when the moment Phil Gould took over a training session, they're like, That's, it's the, this is the fucking death march. Yeah. He's on, he's on death row now. But it's only a matter of time before he's fucking put down in the chair. Also, like, leaky, how leaky the dogs are in that basically from the moment they lost to the Knights, it was, like, the media was reporting he was fucked. And it was like, so the, the people, there's, like, there's so many leaks inside of clubs. It's so, it's, it's so counterproductive to what they're trying to do, which is, like, get shit done, operate well, keep it quiet. And you see the difference between good clubs and bad clubs with the leakiness of their, of their ships. But it's hilarious because obviously internally, even though Gus is sitting there saying he'll be there long after you go, he's already set an ultimatum, which is if you don't beat the Knights, you're gone in the background. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if we lose to Newcastle. But like Newcastle are a better team than the Dogs. That's why I don't think it's even that – doesn't even make that much sense to me. It's like I think Newcastle are a better team than the Dogs and them losing to – even though they're in a bad bad form, like even them losing to them, I'm like, well – it would be fucking deflating being Trent Barrett, who this is your second go at coaching a first-grade side. It may, I'd say to be his last. It's probably going to be your last. Everyone says how good of an assistant coach he is, an attacking coach. It would be humbling to know that you're not up to it. Or maybe he thinks that he is and it's a circumstantial thing, but... The reality is he doesn't appear to be up to. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder coach. what, like, in an, in a truthful moment, whether he'd be like, yeah, mate, maybe I'm just not fucking good at talking to players, or whether he'd have like an excuse. I, I really, I, again, you get very little visibility to any of this shit, so it's impossible to know. But he he was fucking praised out the ass when he was at Penrith. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, he's obviously a good assistant coach. But that step-up's a big one. Dude, he's too hot. He's too hot and he's too, he was too good a player. The, usually, the better the player you are, the harder it is for you to be a coach because it's like you can't get across to these players who are shit compared to you how to play well. Yes, which is... Do what I could which do. Which is sometimes the knock that they put on Joey when he's yeah. worked with halves. It's like, yeah, because it's a genius trying to convey... It's like, it's like a, yeah, it's like someone trying to speak to an ant. It's like you don't have the same language capabilities. Sorry. It just doesn't work. Or just general intelligence. Obviously, an ant is an ant and a human is a human, but you get I get your point. point, Tom. I'm across it and I'm with you. Thank you. I'm with you. Thank you so much. But where to now for the dogs? Surely they have got their eyes on Flanagan. I don't understand how he isn't coaching a fucking first grade side. It doesn't make the any... The only reason it, it doesn't make problem, sense though, to me... Would be I mean, him coaching his son. So what? Well, there's no issue. He took. He fucking won a comp with the Sharks with the team he built. No, I agree. I like Shane Flanagan. I think. I think he's the like. He is such a better option for them than Trent actually was. It was just that I don't think that. Well, Shane wasn't even available when they signed Trent. But like, as if you wouldn't be going for Shane. You and I have been saying that for ages. Going, where the fuck's Shane? Up? I don't know where Shane is. It doesn't make. I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me that Shane's not coaching a first grade side. So I don't. To- Two days ago, there was an article that said um, Shane Flanagan has been announced as the coaching director for Papua New Guinea, which I don't know if that's a full-time, like, during the season job, but obviously working up to the World Cup at the end of this year, he'll be working with them. I imagine it's not a full-time job. 
And if he gets approached by... There'd surely be a clause of, like, if Trent gets the 11th. A coach AMB. like that, who obviously had... would his, his ideal position would be coaching the NRL again, I would assume then you would have a clause in your contract being like, if I get offered something, I'm bouncing. Mm. I'm out, dog. I'm out. I think... I just... I don't... There's no one that is coming to mind that you would fucking have over Shane Flanagan. I don't think. No. I don't think so. But he's also never really talked about for new coaching positions, which I can't fucking work out. Has he been banned until recently? Yeah, yeah, but mm. he's back now. We've had this conversation. We have had this conversation. If he doesn't get the co- the Bulldogs fucking job, I'll be shocked. Shocked. But we'll see. Poor old doggies, fucking hell. Can't have a run. Oh, so he was banned. It says uh, he was still unable to hold a head coaching role at any club until 2022. So I don't know if that means that the start of this year he was he would be allowed it to. It would be. I'd say that you probably couldn't have given him a head coaching role before 2022. Well, until 2022, sorry. And no club is going to have a coach that can't fucking do preseason. <laughs> is, Someone, he, is he banned because of salary cap stuff? No, because of the doping stuff, wasn't it? No, no I think it was think he came so. back from that, then they won the comp, and then it was... The doping stuff was before they won the comp. Yeah, that's what they tell you. Yeah. So, okay, I wanted to put this up, because check this out. On the bottom line of Shane Flanagan's Wikipedia article, someone has already edited it to say that he's going to take over from Trent Barrett, the head coach. Then it says lies. It also says lies, yeah. Well, someone maybe updated the lies. It also said, oh, he's at, the, he's at the Dragons as a list management consultant. I mean, that'd be a fucking couple of hours on the phone every week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. I don't know how flat out he is doing that. That's blower work. That's, that's like, I need a phone and some phone credit as part of my job. That's exactly right. But he'd, he'd certainly be my pick, I think, Tom. I think he'd certainly be my pick to take over. Flano's got a bit of dogs about him. I think he's got dogs about him, mate. I think he's got a lot of dogs about him. Work with his boy. Bit of symmetry there. How about the punch on at the footy? Well, Biff's at the footy have been getting Ray, a bit more frequent. Ray Hadley was going hard in the paint uh, on fucking 2GB this morning, saying that apparently they're from... Um, Goulburn. They're from Goulburn, and that the cops know who they are and that they'll probably get life bans. I was wondering about life bans. I've never had anyone look at my face when I'm walking into the footy like, are you one of the guys we've been banned for life? Like, surely you could just still go to the game. How yeah, the fuck are you policing We'll just that? put a fucking, put a little disguise on. Shave your head. But supposedly, again, this is one side of the story being reported that they started lipping up and like saying derogatory comments about this guy's girlfriend. And so he was like, fucking tell him to shut up. And they wouldn't. So that's when they fucking started getting into their work. Because those guys had the high ground, they like. Apparently, the guy was lucky not to be in a coma. One of the guys they hit again. This is all from Ray, who picks his side of the narrative. No, I thought, I thought, um, I thought the the dickheads, as Ray called them, the Golden Dickheads. They, yeah, they fucked up. They were talking shit to some guy's girlfriend, and then they fucked him up, and then these other guys came and fucked them up. Right. Well, that's still... You're just elaborating what I'm saying. Though. Oh, sorry. I've, I've got confi- oh, we are watching the footage right now. But apparently these dickheads have uh, 
history in Goulburn, which wouldn't, like, as in they do this sort of shit, which wouldn't surprise me. But I loved you that the, they referred to these, the old boys who fucked them up as the thicky Avengers because it was like <laughs> three different thick boys in three different jerseys. There's like this photo of like a night sticky, a Broncos sticky, and maybe. Oh, the so Eels they're the team. Avengers. They were calling them the thick, the thicky Avengers. Oh, so Avengers. those guys beat up the Golden Dickheads. Yes, I think so. Oh, so there was sweet vengeance. I think so. <laughs> Dude, punching on in the stands is a big day. I was saying this. I was like, trying to fall gracefully downstairs at a stadium is nigh on impossible. It can't be done. Oh shit! The boys are in. <laughs> the boys are in. Fuck hell, bro. Wasn't there talk that one of the dudes involved was an ex-player? No, the ex-player's son. Oh, it's the ex-player's son. And he's the one who, he was the one whose miso was getting lipped up to. Right. Yeah. And his dad played Origin, maybe? Mm. That's what it was saying. Just quickly, I just wanted to clarify something on the Thicky Avengers situation with that Biff at the footy. I was reading an article, I think, I don't know if it was Mayo Man Buzz, but just before... I don't know who the fuck's the guilty party in this thing. I think just naturally you see dudes with their shirts off with mullets and you assume they're the ones who are lipping up and starting punch-ons. But then by the looks of the article, the dude that was covered in the most blood is a guy who's the son of a former footy player whose miso was getting lipped to. So now I'm wondering if the Thicky Avengers are the uh, agent provocateurs, as it were. So basically, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> I got no idea, but I felt like it was important to at least point out that we don't know because that article threw some serious doubt onto who's the culprit. And it does make me now, you know, I don't want to be here, you know, blowing smoke up the arse of the Thicky Avengers if it turns out they're the actual pricks in the situation. So who the fuck knows? Just steer clear of Biffin at the footy, I think. That's what you're I, think I think that's what you're saying. Someone around about why I think that's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As you can tell, Eddie and I listen to 2GB, but it is largely it's, for hateful purposes. Well, it's not hateful. It's for like, it's just, it, I find it entertaining. How biased they how are. How biased and opinionated these yeah, cunts are. unashamedly biased. I'm not and going And they just there. lean, they lean so heavily into one side of the narrative. But I feel like they lean harder right than any other show that that is on leans in any direction. And our, our who's our mate? Jim Wilson. Jim Wilson being but the Jim hardest Wilson, possibly. Jim, I don't know if it's because Jim doesn't care or Jim's been told to do it or Jim hasn't got enough years of experience to be subtle but like he's just so blatant about his bias it's the least subtle radio you're ever gonna hear 2gb but especially especially jim Jim, who doesn't there's a part of me that feels like jim is being told to be as to to go as hard as he goes and that he probably does believe it but he doesn't he doesn't make a good job of making me believe he believes it do you know what I mean? I'm like, Jim, you're being told to say this. Or like, or you're a little fucking, it's it's kind of a, like a level of unhinged to not just Jim, but like the idea that you don't realise how fucking biased you're being. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, does he not realise? He has or to, right? Like, you have, have to. to. You have to. You have to. 
but they all sing from the same song sheet. So there has to be obviously you're hiring people to to do what you they're told a little bit. But it's just like Jim's just Jim starts a sentence where he's like trying to make it sound like what you're about to hear is going to be a balanced, like off the back of a debate where they were just yelling at each other for the whole thing. He started off talking about like, oh God, how disappointing it was that our leaders just fucking, our options just, all they did was yell at each other for the debate. And he's like, this was his intro to the show. And then he's like, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to discuss this and you know how we saw it. Cause you know, it was just a shouting match. It was really hard to listen to. And then you go, I was like, oh shit, is Jim going to say something negative about fucking SCOMA? And he just fucking didn't say a word about Scott Morrison and just fucking pounded Albanese's asshole for the next three hours. <laughs> I actually can't wait for like, I mean, fingers crossed next week this time. Just I'll be on all the conservative radio and TV just watching them try to cope with them losing the election. I wouldn't even have a clue who's going to win, Dave. It's I already don't. happening, dude. There's these articles that are like, do you know Joe Hildebrand? Yeah, he wears so, 2GB. Yeah, yeah. So he put out this article that said like, uh, Labour voters in Kuyong, which is the Melbourne seat where Josh Frydenberg is. It's like, you know, y- even though you don't like it, you have to vote for Josh Frydenberg in order like, to make it better for yourself, even if you're a Labour voter. And it's like, okay, bro. As it, uh, because sure. if he doesn't win his seat back, then the Liberals will have Peter Dutton. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's evil? He is evil. Yeah. Uh, look, you probably are like, isn't this rugby league? And now you're talking politics. Well, listen here, bro. If you knew the podcast, we'll fucking meander from topic to topic. Yeah, we're basically transients notice. just wandering down a highway, and we stop and we pick up something and go, "Oh, look at that!" Yeah, and we just, we just, that's the that's the the nature of narrative and yarn. It yeah. moves in mysterious ways, much like water. Yeah. Um, be like water. Be like water. Beeth like water. Shout out to Bruce Lee. Shout out to him. Um, in terms of rugby league, I don't know if I've missed anything. I don't know if you've missed anything. I don't know if we've missed anything. Did you see the, the Cowboys try with the offload oh, when it was right. going out? Did you see Tua Lungi's fucking pass? No. Oh, get it up. Okay, let get me it up. up. This, is the, this is the greatest. I think, truthfully, it might be the greatest fucking pass I've ever seen. Even better than Kieran Foran's. No, um, not better than that. Was no. it who who actually scored the try? Uh drink Scotty Drink, oh, drink water, yeah. of Hot Twink. Scotty Drink, the hot boy twink. Um Scotty Drink turns me on. Yeah. Scotty Drink, the hot boy twink. So Tua Lungi Eddie, and for those at home who haven't seen it, who should have seen it but haven't seen it, is getting tackled out. I was in a uh, carbonara coma at this point. <laughs> and you know what? You were you were better for it. I wish I was with you. Like bloody that old couple in Titanic who just hug in the bed and drown. As they're about to drown. That's what I was hoping for you and me last night. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? You and me after a big night. Look at this. So he's look, look at me. Oh my God. So he's out. Like the way he's got to like in the air. But he's so far out. While he's, he's in the air having to generate the power for the throw. Like. And he's fully hot. Like, yeah. He's fully horizontal in there. He's fully horizontal. Like, Take it back again. But like, you know what I mean by generate the power? He's had to, in the air, cock his arm back and throw it. It's special stuff. Look at this. It's, I think, walking back my hyperbole because I don't know, but I think it might be like the greatest in the context of like a winger getting tackled out to keep the ball in. Yes, it's the greatest. I'm out of bounds pass ever. Yes, or like I've, I've left, I've left the markers of the field. 
But like, uh, yeah, I'm completely out. I've left the field parameters. I'm out. And because usually when someone's doing something like that, they've had the ability to launch off a foot to generate some sort of power to talk, contort their body. He sort of has done that, but he has a guy on his back and has to sort of readjust mid-air. That is unbelievable. The balance required, Tom, sensational. Yeah. Anyway. Absolutely sensational. I don't know if there's anything other than that from a rugby league context, Eddie. I don't think so, mate. Shout out to Ko. Shout out to Magic Round. Shout out to Ko. Shout out to Magic Round. Shout out to Peter Volandis, Andrew Abdo. We should almost send Pete a little fucking cheerio. Thank you for Magic Round because it was sick. And obviously, you know, next year, if we can roll out a red carpet, we'll, we'll walk on it. Yeah. Yeah, well, we sort of got one. No, but I want one from Pete. I want to go and shake Pete's hand, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Did Pete go? Let's hope he goes next year. All right, let's dribble. Let's dribble. Let's dribble. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Hunters, Dribblers. I've just landed back in Australia from first trip back to Auckland to the Mrs. Family. I go to the toilet upon landing, and there's a 50-year-old man standing at the urinal, pants down, drops them around his ankles. Yeah. Surely this is an on. Surely it's not common. Am I the only one that thinks it? Uh, let me know. Cheers, boys. I can only think of Gil McLaughlin being, being the AFL CEO as the only other person to piss with their pants around their ankles. I pissed next to him at the urinal in the airport yesterday. Gil. Gil. Um, Sydney or Brisbane? Sydney. When we landed and we were waiting for a bag. And his pants were around his ankles? They were, yep. There you go. There you go. So I can confirm. Yeah, that. it's not normal. No, it's a weird thing to do. It's usually reserved for like boys under the age of six. Yeah, generally. You know what I mean? Like I remember when you were a kid and you'd go to urinals, you didn't realise that like pulling your ass out while you did it was you'd not play on. You learn these things over time. And also, like, holding your shirt under your chin when you're a kid. Yeah, you pull so, the shirt yeah, all the way up. All the way up, And yeah, look yeah. down at it, and your pants, you pull them down below your ass, and... My only theory can be that this bloke has been unable in his life to get his junk properly, properly out, right? It could be big. And in doing so, like... There's like the waistband is putting pressure on his junk and so he doesn't get all of the urine out and he ends up fucking, when he puts it back in, he like, he, he wets himself. Yes. He walks around in wet undies for the yeah. rest of the day. Like there's a, there's a kink in the hose. When there's a kink in the hose. Yeah. He's, he kinked, he's kinked his hose so often that he's just now prepared to go, oh, I don't want to kink it anymore and I'm just dropping everything because I can't cop another kink. It's interesting. It's certainly not play on. No, it's not play on. But I'm just trying to put myself in the mind of a man who at 50 years old is going that route. Yeah, it's bizarre. I remember it. I remember when it became bizarre to see from people in your own age group. And it was primary school shit. Like, maybe I remember being in year four and there was a kid that'd still do it. And you'd be like, <coughs> standing next to the urinal and you're like, bro, what are you doing? Mm. Your pants are off. What are you doing? Your pants are off. What is it you're doing? But also, do you want your pants sitting on on a urinal floor? What is it you're doing? Very confusing. Mm. Very alarming. Yeah. And yet, here we are talking about it. Here we are. Shout out to you, bro. 
Let me do you. Let's move on. Tom, Eddie, Dave, Tobler, it's the drive proposal without a ring dribbler. I'm back because I'm going to lick you two to death. I tried to tell you, I fucking tried to tell you, Brisbane beat South, South beat Manly, Brisbane beat Manly. You didn't want to listen to that. We beat Cronulla, Cronulla beat Manly. We fucking beat Manly. Fucking pathetic, absolutely pathetic display. Uh, Broncos 13 plus, Broncos fucking 30 plus soon. Manly never. Yeah, look, that is fair. We Like, he is right. It was a pathetic performance. What he does neglect to acknowledge, though, was Friday the 13th and a black jersey. He hasn't factored that into the math, which is fine. It's fine. We didn't play well, but I you guess. just can't. That It's not nothing. Well, it's something. So, it's not nothing because mm. it's something. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. I agree. Dip, 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 dip. Oh... June was yeah, that? what song was that? I have no idea. Okay, so that was unfortunate for him because it seemed like he... I, th- I feel like he expects that we know what that song is. He expected that to go down better, maybe. It was a licking, but if he's just made it up himself, not a great song. He's covering it. Either he's doing a bad job of that or it's still not a great song. Yeah. I'm taking the licks. Yeah, we're allowed to take licks in that, but then also give feedback on the performance. We'll give licks back if the performance licks was poor. The performance was poor, and the song didn't make sense. No, so there's that. I did like that he was doing it from his car. I think that's where ninety percent of dribbles are, are given. They're and, all done in the car, bro. You'd, you'd half believe that he nipped out of the house just quickly. Darla just got. I left some in the car and then went and called us and dribbled. They're all done in the car, bro. All done in the car, bro. Anyway, I don't know what to say. I've said enough. I think so. Boys, this is the Schlong dribbler here. Schlong time listener. Schlong time caller. Boys, I want to have a bit of a talk about the ultimate nut trucker, Alex Sausage Roll 12. Now, boys, I think it's his 100th game next weekend or this weekend or whatever, and um, he has the score to meet fire. And as we know, he's probably one of the greatest nut truckers of all time. And, and I don't know what his personal relationship situation is or, or if he's partnered or, you know, whatever. But could it be the fact that he's busting too much nut off the field, which is making him have less capability to truck nut on the field? Boys, thinking about some of the boxers who swearing off nut and cambosis and garside, do you think that the great Alex Sausage Roll 12 
should swear off nothing until he gets his first meat pie to give him that extra testosterone to get him over the line. What's your thoughts, boys? See you. I don't mind it. Uh, look, I don't mind it. Alex Twal seems like he doesn't have a testosterone shortage. You know what I mean? Just looking at him. Sorry, I'm just getting comfy. Um, so I don't know whether swearing off nothing is, is what he, is, he, he needs in his life. I don't know whether some people are meant to score tries. Like, if he scores one, great. But it's not his job. His job's just to axe cunts, and I think he's doing that pretty well. Look, I... Truck nut. We all know people in our lives that just aren't meant to score tries. Oliver Archibald comes to mind. He, I don't think, scored a try in his entire life. No way. And when he and when we were playing Oztag and he was like, he got a fucking break and was running down the sideline and was destined to score, he put the ball down early. So... <laughs> so he doesn't even score an Oztag. So, like, no. Oh so, some people, it's just not in him. Jack Keeping, friend of the show as well, he never scored a try in either junior footy or school footy. Didn't score a try the whole time. Dude, do you, remember, do you remember the dude, school captain, year above us? His name Burrell? I can't remember. His, like, I Angus Burrell? Michael Burrell? Michael Burrell. Shout out to Michael. He never scored a single try his entire life and then, like, life. And then he scored a try on the uh, at home ground with, like, the whole school there. And he turned... So he turned and ran. So, like, he scored a try at the furthest point away from where the crowd was. Yeah, I remember this. Turned around and ran the whole length of the field, swinging his arms around. Yeah, yeah, the whole, I and this. everyone was pissing themselves yeah, laughing. Yeah, I remember that. This guy, it was like his last year of footy or his last game of footy at home, Grand And, like, it was, you might have been the most excited motherfucker on planet Earth that day, swinging his arms around like he was a windmill. Good for him. Point is, it's just not in some people's DNA. Some people, it's not for you. Now, I mean, I've scored a hat-trick in games, so it's not a big deal for me. Eddie, you know, your work in, in Oztag precedes you. I've scored many, many, many tries. We score tries, yeah. Many tries. We score tries. Um, and I can't help that. I can't help that. I scored a hat-trick in year 12. We had like a... Yeah, against high, I remember. But we had like guys in our team who were just so fucking dominant, who scored all these tries... And I ended up, just because I got one, like I didn't score in any fucking games, and then I scored a hat-trick against the worst team in the comp. We beat them like 100 nil, and became the second highest try scorer in the team for the season from one game. <laughs> so I was so ridiculous. And the guy above me had like fucking 10. Anyway, so that's what, you, that's what you get here. Just know that. I finished our year 12 rugby season as the second top try scorer in our team. Anyone want to guess how many tries I scored? One. one. It was one. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So obvious. Yeah, there's no way you were scoring more than one. When I was fucking, <laughs> I remember when, like, in my first year of soccer, when I was a young buck, in under sixes, I was the only person to score a goal the whole season, <laughs> and I was in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> How many goals? One. Oh right, sorry, there's only one goal. We scored one goal in the whole season. That's amazing. Yeah. Good for you. Oh yeah. Still remember it. Was it a good was goal? yesterday. Good goal. Fucking earth count. Pumped it? Yeah, bro. Eyes must have been working. Well, it was a fluke. Yeah. They came together at the perfect moment. Yeah, right. It was actually like... Do you know what I mean? Like they... An was, they're, they're off spinning and then they spun back. Yeah, the, they just the happened the very to. moment they needed to. It's a broken clock being right once a day. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, And it just so happened to happen as my legs swinging through. And just connects with the ball. Some call it the greatest kick of all time. They the were. most perfectly timed yeah. kick. Yeah. Per Sass purple. 
<laughs> Shout out to Sass. Left the next year. Devo. Became a wanderer. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I have to whisper so I don't wake up my baby. But did you know that no team has ever been beaten by the Broncos to nil and ever won a premiership ever again? I hope your kid wakes How up. You fucking lose. Ooh, that, that was that was fuck. She went hard in the past. That was spicy from mum. Mum went hard. Mum went really hard. Mum, I got all the respect in the world but for you, wrong. but you're wrong. And I hope that kid wakes up and you have a fucking awful night's sleep. You don't get it. I yeah. hope that you have an awful night's sleep. You don't get rugby league. No. And it's. I mean, what do you want me to do about that? Some people get it. Some people don't. You don't get it. And it is what it is. And we hope you have a bad night's sleep. Like we didn't want to. No, I didn't. I didn't think I'd come here today and tell a mum that I wanted her to have a poor night's sleep. But that's exactly what I'm doing. That's what we're doing. But it's, you forced me to do that. You forced our hand. Not one that we. Not a card we wanted to play. But I hope that Did I want to play that card, dude. On the hour, no every way. hour. I hope that your kid lets you just get back to sleep and then starts grunting and grinding again. And then you back up. Yeah, that's what we hope for you. So yeah, you know, you made your bed. I've never seen anyone in my entire life ship and chase, which is where Australians are bred. I've never seen someone strip, chip and chase inside their attacking 20. What was interesting about Manly, I legit never realised, but I always thought there was two Trebojevic brothers. I had no idea that there was actually zero of them because they're fucking pathetic. <laughs> That's just disrespectful. Oh, Sam Walker had a good chip and chase on the weekend, just as a side note. Well, Cody, I mean, not Cody, fucking Adam Reynolds, chip and chased his ass off for a try against Manly. Did don't you? Rem- no, I don't remember. Oh, okay, mate, it was beautiful. He chipped to himself, bounced up, perfectly scored, basically inside the 10 metres. It was class. Um, again, though, black he, what, magic. What's his question? Friday the th- he doesn't have one, mate. It's, that was two people, for sure. That was two people who planned their fucking... I've got a nose hair in this nostril and is driving me fucking up the wall. Side note. All, all fucking noses have nose hairs, dude. Yeah, but there's one particular one that's driving me up the wall and I've been trying to deal with it all show and it's just been fucking annoying me what's annoying about it it's just it's like it's tickling me somewhere it's tickling me somewhere and i don't like it and maybe i'm easily frustrated on a day like today i don't know but it's tickling me and i don't like it do you reckon that the no like why can't you feel the nose heads in your nose is it because you just got used to it i mean i'm feeling them right now so i don't know what you're talking about but, like, generally you can't feel it. But what do you mean? Like, you can't feel, like, the hairs on your arm, just on your arm. They're just there. Great point, Dave. Yeah, but why is that? Because they are touching your skin. Well, because they're, like, in your skin. Yeah. But they... You're not feeling them come out of your skin. Like, you don't feel your nails. I don't feel my hair. I don't feel my eyeballs but if you touched, But if you touched your arm with another hair, you'd feel it. Not necessarily. You don't reckon you would? Not necessarily. It depends. Like my point is there's a nose hair that you can feel because it's touching somewhere in your nose, but there's many other nose hairs doing the same thing. Yeah, but obviously it's one where it's like moving around, so it's irritating me, you know? But like if it's just sitting there being a hair, it's like parked up on me nose, 
won't notice it. Interesting. Sort of. Um, how many more, Dave? We've got two more. All right. Oh, that's all right. That's pretty good. We can do three. No. It's just another lick. Let's just <laughs> see how we go. Hey, fellas. The uh, porcelain throne dribbler here. And here's my thoughts on Manly. <laughs> I thought he was going to shit. I'm glad it was just a flush. Stell and Throbo forever. Manly never. Cheers, Throbo, Throbo was good, dude. Throbo got a hattie and he looked fucking... Mm. He looked every bit of rugby league thoroughbred. Throbo looks super good. There was lots of Throbo love on the dribbler hotline in all the licks. There was also far too many people who kept saying, Manly 13 plus never, Broncos 38 plus forever. Yeah, and but it's not 38 plus. It's not 38 plus, plus yeah. That's, so. that's dumb Queenslanders, dude. Mm. You got to, you know, silly, silly Queenslanders. Um, yep. All right, last one. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Tobler. Combo dribbler here. Just saw the call up with a quick dribble to let you know that uh, the podcast has now infiltrated my subconscious. Uh, I can confirm that I did have a dream about the podcast last night. Dave, I'll try and keep it to 90 seconds. I'll move as quickly as I can without sparing any details. Pretty much in the dream last night, I'm an intern at Hello Sport Podcast mm-hmm. and Tom and Eddie given me the assignment of going out and getting them a breakfast sandwich. Uh, now, in the dream, I was pretty stressed out <laughs> because I didn't want to end up like Dave and bring back nothing that they asked for. Uh, so I'm on my way. I'm going to find this breakfast sandwich. Um, ask some old mate in my dream, hey, where's a good breakfast sandwich? He points me to some kind of, I don't know, cafe or place, and I head into the cafe, and it seems to be like this massive DIY sandwich place uh, filled with like all this different bread and all these trimmings and all that sort of stuff. So I head over to the breakfast section and I'm immediately stumped and confused because you guys told me to get a breakfast sandwich, but you didn't tell me exactly what you wanted. And like already in real life, I get pretty stressed and I'm quite indecisive. So in the dream, I'm like stressed and indecisive. So I'm trying to call the podcast or I'm trying to call you guys to confirm exactly what sandwich you want for breakfast. Because I also don't want to be shot as an intern. You should so not. I'm stressing out. I can't get a hold of you guys. I make a panic decision. I think the bread options were between like sourdough or ciabatta. And I'm trying to like text you guys. I'm not hearing You're anything back. Ciabatta. I'm getting or stressed. Ciabatta. And so I end up just getting the sandwich and putting it together. Um, I take it back and you guys hate it. Uh, particularly Eddie hates it. So I wake up in a cold sweat this morning at like 3.45. And I'm just like dead awake, stressed, and then I realise <laughs> it's only a dream. I can relax. Uh, me waking up, you know, it's woken up my missus next to me. She's like, what are you doing up so early? Had a dream about the podcast. You know, great 3.45, 4 a.m. chats. And then I wake up my son who's 10 months and teething. So it, it's all kind of happening. So, look, I just wanted to share that. Uh, the potty has infiltrated my subconscious. And, <laughs> mate, good content. If it's getting down into your subconscious, that's when you know it's quality stuff. So, uh, anyway, round it off. Uh, what is your guys' breakfast sandwich of choice? Thanks, okay. fellas. Bye. Well, there you go. I mean, clearly, and at this stage of your career there, breakfast sambo dribbler, you're not cut out for the, the gig. You're clearly not cut out for it, mate, and that's absolutely... 
Look, that's fine. It's fine, but it means you don't have a job. You don't have a gig here. You don't have a gig. Listen, mate. I would I would have been happy if you came back with a bacon and egg roll that yep. that wasn't on brioche. If it was on brioche, you would have been shot on sight, and we would have left your body to rot on the grass outside. Of I'll it. accept along with the brioche next to it. With the brioche next to it, I'll accept barbecue sauce or like a beautiful tomato relish chutney. Yep. If That's you put tomato on it, I'll be. I'll, it's a little bit lowbrow for my brekkie roll. I'll mm. accept it on a day one intern mistake. Yeah. But if you were to ever bring me just tomato on my brekkie roll again, you'd be shot and left outside to rot on the grass. Yep, correct. I don't like bacon and egg rolls that go too overboard and they're looking they're impossible to eat. I'm like, I don't want it all over me, bro. Like, and I don't want avocado on a brekkie roll. No, if you bring me warm, no, hot avocado. No, 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 no. You'll get shot. Yeah, you'll get shot. I want bacon egg. I'll accept a hash brown and I'll obviously accept cheese. I'll absolutely accept a ham and cheese toasty. Yes, now, I will. But again... Beautiful needs to be a beautiful relish on there. It needs to be yep. like a beautiful like an onion relish or yep. or a chutney or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to have some sort of sauce in there that if, is gonna make me think a bit. If you're gonna bring me back a ham and cheese toasty on white bread with no sauce, shot. you'll be shot again. You'll be shot on site. It's pure and fucking simple. It's not difficult. No. It's not tough. I'll also accept a scrambled egg wrap. I'll also accept yep. that. I love scrambled Or just eggs a bacon and, a and egg wrap, generally. I love wraps. Yeah. I love wraps. I like scrambled eggs. I like bacon eggs. I like all that stuff. However, it, again, there needs to be some sauce in there that's going to get me going. That's going to yeah. make me feel alive. You need sauce that makes you think, Eddie. I don't want spinach in there, not on a bacon and egg wrap or roll. I don't want hot leaves. I don't want hot leaves. So you can leave your hot leaves at home. Take the hot leaves and stick them up your ass. Am I making sense? Am I getting across to you? We sir? need a hot. It's got to be warm. And it's got to be greasy. It's got to be toasted. Toasted. You bring it back untoasted, shot. If it's not toasted, dude, if you were to ever step foot into into our office, our domain, with an untoasted breakfast sandwich, it would not end well for you. Shot. Left to right. Shot. I hope that helps, bruh. Glad we could infiltrate your dreams, though. Yeah, that was fun. We love that. It was fun while we were in there. It was a good time. Yeah, I liked it. Thanks for having us. Cheers, bruh. That's us. We're done. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?